On today's episode of Locked On 76ers, we're getting closer to the draft, about nine days away, so we need to discuss and be GMs of the team. Let's help out both Daryl Morey and Elton Brand next, Locked On 76ers. You are Locked On 76ers, your daily Philadelphia 76ers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Bring home a slam dunk, introducing NBA Jam, Shaq Edition from Arcade 1UP. Pre-order now to play with legends. Arcade 1UP is the place for authentic gaming experiences, featuring licenses and retro games from the golden age of arcades. What's up, D? What's going on, Keith? What's happening, man? Nada, nada. Not a lot. We got to thank everybody and welcome. You are locked on 76ers. I'm Devon Givens from 97.5 The Fanatic Radio in Philadelphia alongside my co-hosts and partners always, Keith Pompey, Sixers beat writer for TheInquirer.com. Thank you for making Locked On 76ers your first listen every day. And remember, Locked On 76ers is free and available on all platforms, including YouTube here at Locked On 76ers. Well, Keith, we're about nine days away from the NBA draft next Thursday, June 23rd. The 76ers hold the 23rd selection in the first round in the draft. And while things may be set with their starting lineup, specifically with the top four, Embiid, Harden, Harrison, Maxey, and depending on how you look at things with Matisse Thibault being the fifth starter, George Niang, we talked about him already on the podcast. We've already spoken about both Shake Milton and Furkan Korkmaz, their potential future with the team as well. And now we need to just simply look at what's going on with this team with that 23rd overall pick. There are a lot of ways that they can go. Keith Daryl Morey, the president of basketball operations, and, and of course, Elton Brand, the general manager, getting the pick back, defer the ball, Brooklyn in the trade for Harden and Simmons, deferring it back to Philadelphia. We've covered that part, but for people who haven't heard as much, Brooklyn in the trade for Ben Simmons, James Harden coming to Philadelphia, the Sixers sent the first round pick, this 2022 first round pick uh, to Brooklyn and with the option of deferring it. And Brooklyn did just that. They'll get the 2023 first round pick next season. So Keith, a lot of different options, though, the way that the Sixers could go, taking a young player at 23, maybe helping out. I don't know how you feel about that or packaging it in a deal and maybe bringing another body. Yeah, I, I think packaging it in a deal and bringing in another body is, is probably the best way to go. Um, and, and here's my reasoning, because when we look at it, um, I just want to ask you a quick question. So when we look at the 76ers um, and you talked about Danny Green, what, in your opinion, is their biggest immediate need right now? I still think they need wing help. And uh, we've talked about this already, and, and that remains true for me today. You, you need some wing help. While you have Harrison and Bede along the front line and Maxi and, and Harden in your backcourt, you're missing a wing right there. Again, I like Matisse Stiebel, but his offense hasn't caught up to his defensive 
level of play as of yet. So I still think they need something wing related as of right now in this offseason to complete that that fifth starter in the starting lineup if it's not going to be Keith, uh, Keith uh, Matisse Thibel. Exactly. And I think you just answered my question right there. We said they need wing help. They need somebody in regards to being a fifth starter, right? So to me personally, you know, the 23rd pick in the draft isn't traditionally going to help you, especially a 76ers team that, that wants to win a championship. So when you have a guy like where you can go out there and you can trade a la Danny Green, you know, as some reports have been out there that shopping him mm-hmm. and, and shopping number 23 pick. Heck, you may have to throw another young player in there, a promising player. But I think that right now, and that's the 76ers' best bet for them to get caught up with the Brooklyns and 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 the Miamis and 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 Boston. Exactly. Milwaukee. That's what they need. They need someone who's a proving veteran who can come in there and help that team. So, you know, while we look at Doc Rivers, and and we talked about this before, you know, he's a guy, he says otherwise, but his history tells you that he doesn't like playing young players. Now, he'll say, I played Mike Miller. Yeah, but Mike Miller was like one of the first picks in the draft. You know what I mean? He was a lottery pick. But when you pick number 23 – you know, Maxi performed well this year, but typically those type of guys, and even Maxi didn't play as much as his rookie year, they're not going to make a difference for that team. So me personally, looking at this 76ers team, I think that, you know, their best bet, if we're going to play GM and president of the Sixers, is I got to try to see if I'm going to get rid of that deal. I mean, get rid of that guy, that pick, because that's not going to help you out. And then we, as we talked about a couple of weeks ago or maybe months ago, you know, they can go out there and get a young player on a, on a veteran minimum for like 1.8, whereas you would have to pay this draft pick that's going to spend most of the time in the G League 2.5. So I feel like right about now, if you're trying to really, really win a championship, you're trying to make a trade and you're trying to trade whomever you draft with that 23rd overall pick. Yeah, to bring in a veteran, to bring in somebody who has played some minutes, locks and minutes in this league already that can step right in for this championship contender and quite possibly uh, do something there. So I I agree with you, and and I'm very curious to see uh, where they go from here and and what they do. And one player that I wanted to talk to you about, not necessarily as a starter, but as a piece, as we talk about building this team out and obviously – looking at a situation where they could quite possibly bring in a veteran wing player, a trade that was executed on Monday between Oklahoma City and the Denver Nuggets. Keith, I want to ask you about that on the other side. Why maybe something like that to explain to the the people and me, maybe why the Sixers didn't get involved with this one player uh, from Denver. We'll talk about that on the other side. As we talk about wing players, we'll talk about him on the other side next right here on locked on 76ers let's talk about arcade one up right boom shaka shaka we have big news the one and only nba jam is back arcade up the leader in at home retro arcade games is not only bringing the best game ever back but they made it bigger than ever 
with a wait for Shaq edition. You're right. People are obsessed with the NBA Jam, and I'm thrilled to tell you, our listeners, that you can once again play hoops with NBA legends in this arcade classic, right? Jump clear across the court and set the ball on fire. And one of the first sports games ever to feature real and distinguished NBA licensed teams. No foul, no free throws, no quarters required. Compete with friends and family through all new Wi-Fi leaderships, making you more connected than ever. So don't miss out. Enter today. And and who are you going to play with? I'm telling you, you need to. You have up until July 8th to enter to win NBA Jam Shaq Edition consoles. Thank you for making Locked On 76 is your first listen for your next listen Check out the Locked On Now podcast, nightly recaps of every NBA game with analysis from our local experts. It's free and available wherever you get your podcast. So, Keith, as uh, things got started a little bit early on Monday, where a report came out about J. Michael Green uh, being traded, Keith, and uh, just uh, like, listen, he's a veteran, he's a name, he's a wing, and uh, he makes a little over $8 million as a player opt-in for the Denver Nuggets. Well, earlier on Monday, he was traded. He was traded from Denver to OKC with a protected 2027 first-round pick for the 30th pick, uh, which goes to Oklahoma City, and two future seconds. The Nuggets now have 21 and 30 in the upcoming draft, and the Thunder, two 12 and 34. So Green is expected to exercise his $8.2 million contract, according to the report. So with that, Keith, a player like J. Michael Green, bench player, role player, played 20 plus minutes. And as we talk about this team and their bench in general, and even the 23 pick in this particular draft. Now, I know we're looking for a starter and who knows if J. Michael Green has started in this league. So a player like that, why would the Sixers be involved in a deal like this would it make sense for them to have been involved in a deal like this where again a player like green making 8.2 uh and and a 27 protected first going to okc and they give up 30 would the sixers have been um would it have been in their best interest to maybe peek around and see if uh j michael green would have been a a a, a good addition for this roster I think it would have. I mean, when you look at J. Michael Green, you know, we're talking about depth that you're going to add. Like he's mm-hmm. probably not going to be a starter. But, right. but also when you look at this, look at it, you know, um, OKC is one of those teams that always wants um, draft picks, draft picks. I mean, they're also a team that has three draft picks in this that You know, it had three draft picks in this draft. I think that, you know, when you look at it, you know, you're saying to yourself, like, do I really want the 23rd pick? And then who also do the 76ers have that they can offer us? Like, because let's face it, you know, I, I think that, you know, OKC now is starting to get into that different phase where they're going to bring in certain players, but also don't get it twisted. Like they're looking to get players to where that they can have, but they can also shop possibly a little bit later on. Um, I don't know if I'm the Sixers, if if I'm willing to give up. 
I mean, are you saying go get that um, Michael Green? Am I willing to give up? Like, who do you have on your roster that you think that they could take, right? That mm-hmm. you know what I mean? That Denver is is actually saying, "Oh, I want this guy." Well, I guess I guess in a sense because of Danny Green's uh, season probably on the shelf, you know, absorb that money and maybe make a decision on deciding to uh, not pick up his option as a player option if that's possible within the rules of of what Danny Green's contract states. So thinking along those lines to to uh, if Denver, that's the route that they wanted to go and here pick up a, a nice bench piece again, just adding to the team, as you mentioned, not being a starter, but somebody who could contribute and has been on a, a championship contender for the last few seasons. Yeah, but I, I'm thinking if I'm the 76ers, he's a good guy. Don't get me wrong. I like him. Mm-hmm. Um, but do you do you like him enough to start? Do you no. like him enough to give up a, a nice young talent to start? I mean, I think the Sixers might be a little bit more hamstrung when it comes down to that because they only have a few quality options to get rid of. So my thing is, if or you know, when you want to give them up, you want to give them up for somebody who you feel like is going to make an impact and be a difference maker, as opposed to somebody who's going to come in and be physical and do some dirty things for you and maybe hit a couple shots. But I think that you want to give it up for like, I'm not saying a star, but I'm saying like a starter quality guy, as opposed to a solid rotation player. But again, you know, when you look at, you know, you, you look at, you know, what, what OKC was looking for um, and you look at, I mean, let's face it, the Sixers, they got that 23rd pick. They can't get rid of that now. They could agree. They could have yes. agreed to do it. Yes. But, you know, when when you also, when you got to wait until draft night and then other teams, or, or you agree that, and other teams are like, look, why y'all continue to wait for them? We're going to throw some other stuff at you. I think that they're a little bit behind the eight ball, so to speak. But, again, I do like them, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, to me, you know, if, if, if I'm OKC, like, I don't know, like who who on the roster would you want? Like you would want Matisse, right? You would maybe, want Matisse. maybe, but you know, yeah, maybe because he's a young player. Figure he can go on there defensively and and get dirty with Lou Dort and and Shea Gilgis Alexander with how they how they play defense there, specifically Lou Dort, and you have Matisse Thibault, if that was the case. Uh, to go that route. So, you know what? Let's talk about what their options are as far as players are potentially moving with that 23 pick. Keith, we'll do that next on our final segment here on Locked On 76ers. But first, I need to tell people about the great Rock Auto, the company that I've talked about for a while when it comes to your car. This is the place to go to save time and money when you're using Rock Auto. They have everything you can need from brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. I've recently reached out and had to acquire uh, through Rock Auto some tail lamp and a front light for my car as well. The Rock Auto prices are reliably low for every customer. They're family-owned business, serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. So they'll have you covered. They'll treat you right. Why choose to spend 30, 50, or even 100% for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership? Check out the great people at Rock Auto. Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their 
How did you hear about us? Box, so they know we sent you. Again, amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. That's at rockauto.com. Welcome back to Locked On 76ers. So, Keith, you mentioned Matisse Thibault. I mentioned Danny Green. What are their options if they do decide to move this 23 pick? Is it going to be something straight up? Do they have to attach a player on the current roster uh, to potentially make a deal work to get that type of player back that we're talking about in any potential scenario as far as moving 23 and possibly a body as well? I mean, I think the type of player that they want to get, they're going to have to bring somebody out. They're going to have to have include another salary with it. I well, mean, they're bringing at ten million. Yeah, Danny Green, ten million, and it depending on the type of player, you may have to add in maybe a Matisse Thibel with it as well. Like, you know what I mean? I'm just saying because I, I get it, like the draft pick, but they're basically drafting a player. I mean, you know what I mean? So it's not like, hey, we're just going to give you this draft pick. What they're doing is. They're they're like let's just say if they draft Jaden Williams at number twenty three, well they got to give up Jaden Williams and um, let's say they give up Jaden Williams and Danny Green that's twelve million that's twelve point five you know so you know basically that's what you're really working with somebody who so can make similar to that in my opinion right. So, but but then when you you look at it, it it's kind of like the good part is. If there's a team that really wants to get like get underneath the cap or, or 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 shed some salary, well, I mean they have until July one to decide what they want to do with Danny. So they'll probably like waive him. You know, they they could waive him, and then all of a sudden they got rid of the guy who was making twelve, and yep. then they got ten million uh, in in free cap space mm-hmm. if you want to do it that way. So I, I just think that you just giving up that pick, just that pick, um, is really not helping the team out. Now, let's just say, for instance, a team like now, some people may not agree with this because some people may say we want more. But here's what here, just listen to me right now. So the guy Alec Burks, who used to play for the Sixers, used to play for the Sixers. So Alec Burks is a guy who is making $10 million this year. But the New York Knicks really have to clear up a lot of cap space to go out there and attract a free agent. They want Jalen Brunson, who, who they, and they want to pay him a lot of money because they don't want him to resign with Dallas, right? So if you can get rid of a guy like, um, uh, what's his name, Alex Burke's contract, Right. If you can get rid of him, you know, like what they could try to trade him somewhere else or they could waive him and try to stretch his, his deal and open up their cash space or a or, or or excuse me. C, you can go out there and say to the Sixers, all right, we'll take this draft pick off you. But we'll also we also want Danny Green. So then next thing you know, they got after they waive Danny Green, they'll have like seven point five million dollars of free cap money to do something with them. So it's one, and I'm just saying, I'm not saying the Sixers are going to deal for him, but I'm just giving you an example of something that could work. Now, some people might say, but why are we going to give up all that for Alec Burks? We're going to give a late first round pick for him. Well, I mean, 
you know, a late first round pick is ten tends to be a rotation player. Late first round picks tend to don't have long, long, long live uh, longevity in the NBA either. So while people are like getting upset, we're gonna give a first round pick for that. I mean, last I checked, Alex Burke was a pretty good player when he played for the 76ers. And you're thinking about it, you're giving up a guy in in Danny Green who's not expected to play right now. And he's older and and this and that. So, but I'm just, I'm talking long-winded, but at the same time, what I'm trying to tell you is that that's the type of option that the Sixers uh, can make. And and then you also have to factor in that we talked about this before with the, with the date that Danny Green has or the team has on Danny Green in the event that they don't move him to Keith, that, you know, they still have a date to decide on the team option for him for that $10 million as well. So uh, a lot of work to do, of course, for both Daryl Morey and Elton Brand as we get closer to the June 23rd, 2022 NBA draft. We got to thank everybody for making Locked On 76 as your first listen every day on our next episode. We'll dive deeper into the team as well. We'll also check in on the NBA Finals Game 5, Golden State, and the Boston Celtics. Now make your second listen, Locked On NBA, where Locked On experts covering the biggest stories around the NBA every Monday through Friday in less than 30 minutes. It's free and available wherever you get your podcast. Keith, let the people know where they can uh, find us. Um, you guys could find us on this YouTube locked on YouTube channel, but what you need to do is you need to clink, click on the Liberty bell. And that way you you can subscribe to us. Secondly, wherever you can uh, subscribe to your, um, podcast at, or listen to podcasts at, you can subscribe to us. But if you want to get the YouTube channel, make sure you click on that Liberty bell. And thirdly, you can follow my man, Divine G, Divine Givens, and is at Divine G975 on Twitter. You can also follow me um, on uh, on Twitter at Pompey on Sixers. And, um, you know, we don't always agree on things, so y'all don't got to complain to one of us about the other, but it's all good. That's just an inside joke. supposed to be. You're not always yeah. supposed to agree on things. Yeah, that's that's sports. That's life. But that's definitely sports. Keith, thanks, man. We'll definitely catch up tomorrow, man. Talk to you then. All right. Talk to you tomorrow. Thanks, everybody.